Okay, so you hear it around everywhere about your your pain is your teacher and your perceived enemy is your teacher and all those things. In this podcast, I want to particularly talk about our bodies and your body. And I want you to look at your body and wonder why that is the teacher and why it is your body gives you all the information you need for you to be free of pain. It doesn't really make sense, but bear with me on this podcast. I'm Stephen Webb and this is Stillness in the Storms and I talk about things that are going to give you a little more inner peace when the world around us is going crazy, when we don't have it and we need it most. So follow this podcast, leave a review if you can. Click the follow and click the whatever it is on whatever platform you're on. It would be really super awesome if you do subscribe to this podcast. That would be amazing. And that would leave me with a really good feeling. <laughs> like, you know, we all like to show up and help others. And if someone clicks on the follow and all, it does make me feel like I'm helping and making a difference. So let's talk about the body pain. You know, I'm, I'm paralyzed just below the neck. Here's the thing, I don't feel my body. So I don't feel when my body is in pain. I don't feel when, in the same sense that you might. I'll, I'll give you an example. If I'm sat down on in my wheelchair and my carers haven't put my clothes straight, my jeans straight, and I'm sat on a seat, it's going to cause me pain. Now then what you would do is you would get the information and you would just move a little. You would just adjust yourself a little. But because I cannot feel it, I wouldn't know that was giving me pain. So I wouldn't adjust. I wouldn't know where the pain was coming from. So by the end of the day, I would go to bed and I would end up with a pressure sore. And this pressure sore from a seam could end up bleeding or could end up being really, really bad. And it has done at times. But the thing is, as I get older, the more I slow down, the more I take notice of my body. My body does tell me where and what the pain is. But it doesn't do it in a subtle way. And it's the same with your body. It's like, it's like a whole different language. And it's a language that we need to learn. It's, it's like as if you come across someone that, maybe is deaf and they've got to do sign language for you. You'd have to learn the sign language to understand what they're saying. You might get the odd bits and the odd glimpse, especially when they're really mad. You know, if they're really cross and they're angry, you might get the gist of it then. But in the normal conversation, you would not understand. And this is the problem with the body. In the normal body feedback loop, we don't really understand we're not listening. You know, when I was overweight and when I was smoking, my body was subtly telling me in little ways that, you know, this smoking is hurting me. When I was overweight and eating the wrong things, in subtle ways, my body was telling me. In my energy levels, that was information. If I ate a really large lunch, I would be feeling really sluggish by three, four o'clock. I'd be falling asleep. And... If I ate really late in the evening, I probably wouldn't go to sleep or at the wrong things, my sleep pattern would be terrible. 
you know, I now know if I eat cheese shortly before bed, I tend to, it's not just a myth. I do tend to have nightmares or it's because it's something heavy the body needs to digest. So I don't go into a deep sleep. So that's why you end up with nightmares. Well, that, that's my theory. That's based in no evidence whatsoever, just on my evidence. So, and the ability to repair the body. So if the next day you're still in pain and you're still struggling and it's still, you're not eating the right foods, but your body's telling you this. You know, if your concentration focuses out, your body's telling you, you know, in, in, in a subtle way, if you cannot concentrate on things, you're not drinking enough water or you're not eating the right things or you're not doing the right things. You're staying up late and doing all those other things. We complain we cannot focus or we cannot stay awake or we cannot do those things. And yet we don't look at the reasons why. But my body has this system. Now then, it's a broken system because if I get any kind of pain or, like I said earlier, sat on a crease, my blood pressure starts to go up slowly. And it makes me feel uncomfortable. I get tingly cheeks in my face. I always have to say in my face because if I say I get tingly cheeks, it's like, which ones? No, in my face. Let's keep it, keep it above a certain level. And my lips go a little bit blue and they tingle a little bit as well. You know, I get a headache and I start to feel quite awful. But it doesn't tell me where the pain is or what it is. It just tells me I'm uncomfortable. And then I would wiggle my body a little bit because I cannot really move. So I'd lean to one side or lean to the other. And I have to wait there just a second just to see whether it eases or whether it gets worse. So I'm looking for these really subtle little signs that tell me where the pain might be, where the original place of the pain might be. I don't always get it. I sometimes get it wrong. I sometimes say to the carer, well, I need to go back on the bed because of this. I need this. And I get back on the bed. I'm totally wrong. And it might be the shoe done up too tight. It might be the sock with the crease. All kinds of things. Even wind at times creates this autonomic dysreflexia. But a lot of the time it's very mild. If I have a lot of pain, the autonomic dysreflexia causes high blood pressure really, really quick. And it becomes a medical emergency in, in which the blood pressure is that high. It's not just high blood pressure, it's extremely high blood pressure. That after 10, 15 minutes can lead to a stroke or even worse, it can be fatal. So in that instance, we need to do something about it. My carers are very much trained. I, I know a lot about it. So we would go back on the bed and we would start looking immediately. But normally that's quite obvious. It's normally I need the toilet or something like that. Um, but the milder dysreflexia, the milder discomfort is not always easy to read. And, you know, I'm talking about me, my position. But I want, I want you to look at the pains in your body, the discomforts, and really just look at them as information. Look at them as, what's my body doing? What's my body telling me? And start to study your body. You know, if you're going to be in charge of, uh, I don't know, if you, if you, to become a mechanic and be in charge of diagnosing cars and all that, you're going to learn about the cars and how they work. And each one of you 
you learn about the things you drive and the things you do and the things you are in control of. Well, you're in control of this awesome body. And it's the, it's the most important thing to you. You know, nothing else on earth is keeping you alive apart from your body. But we don't sit down and study it. We don't stop and take notice of what's going on. Then I have my, my, my tummy rumbles and all that. And I think, oh, I used to think advert on telly. I must be hungry. That's not the case at all. When, it, when your stomach's making those gurgitating noises, borogamy, apparently it's called, it happens about three times a day, and it's your intestines moving your fuel, your food on. Sit down and study it. Feel it. What's it like? What's it doing? Why is it doing it? You know, is, is this uncomfortable? What have I eaten to create this uncomfort? I went in for a colonoscopy. And the day before, they give you these juices. And I'm not going to go into detail, but they empty you. <laughs> they, they seriously empty you. Um, it was the most interesting day. And I went to bed. I wasn't allowed to eat for 24 hours, and they emptied my intestines. And I woke up the next day, and I went to the hospital to have the procedure. And I was freezing. I was shivering. And I said to them, I, I said, I am freezing. I, I can hardly function. And they said, yeah, this sometimes happens. But they didn't explain to me. They didn't say why or what or... And I thought about it over the next couple of days. And I realized whenever this similar kind of thing happens where I upset stomach or something like that and I become quite empty, I've got no fuel. I lost all the fuel to keep me warm what my body was using to keep me warm and to repair me and do all those other things. So my body did not have what it needed to function properly. And I realized how important it is what we eat. You know, on a daily basis, how important it is what we eat. What we're eating is fuel. It's also the repairing. Now then, if you were told by your local mechanic, don't put that fuel in your car. Your car won't go very well and it won't be able to repair. Because imagine for a minute that your car needs the fuel to repair as well, not just to function. The mechanic told you don't put in that maker fuel. You wouldn't do it, would you? Yet the doctor and all the dietitians and all that, you know, they don't always get it right and they haven't mastered the art of it. But they're telling you what to put in and what not to put in yet we're not taking any notice. If your body was coughing and spluttering as it was walking down the road, you wouldn't put in that fuel again. So when you have pain in your body, when you have these niggling sensations, when you have muscles that cannot repair themselves and all that, the back and all hurting. I'm not, I'm not a doctor, so please don't take this as advice. Like if, you, if, if you've got pain that's really bothering you, go to the doctor. But if it's ongoing again and again, sit with that pain. What is it teaching you? What is it showing you? What information is it giving? So imagine it as literally information. So, so instead of sitting there going, mm, I don't like this pain, and trying to push it away, trying to, because sometimes we cling to pain because it's, it's a comfort. <laughs> 
how many times have you done this when you've got a headache and the headache and suddenly you forget about the headache and you go have i still got a headache and you bring on the headache to check whether you've still got a headache and then you go yes i've got a headache or the shoulder pain will go and then you go hmm, no shoulder pain and you move your shoulder around to see if you've got the pain <laughs> do it all the time be honest you know i do it i still do it now but imagine if we just looked at it as information so for the next few days just look at your body feel your body what is it telling you what is the information telling you you know this because if a child comes up to you you ask what's wrong well where is it hurting how did it happen you try to diagnose it but we don't diagnose very much about ourselves or if we do we do it on a very superficial way oh i've always had that pain it's always been there i don't know where i come from Oh, yeah, I always get it when I'm stressed. Really sit with it. Imagine what it's like. Imagine it fading away and coming back. Why is it there? And really just start to listen to your body. Your body is telling you everything you need to know to live an awesome, healthy, sleeping well, concentrated, focused, mindful life. But we don't listen. And this is what we should do more often. It's just listen to our bodies. When you listen to your body, when you really take notice of what happens when I eat this food, what happens when I do that, I'm not saying don't ever have a takeaway. I'm saying have a takeaway, but know that you're going to suffer for a few hours maybe. You know, fine. Is that, is that pleasure worth suffering for two hours? Brilliant. Knock yourself out. Do it. I do it. You know, I'm not against takeaways. Totally. I'm not against I'm not against the odd cigarette or the odd drink. I'm just against it if it's totally destroying your body again and again and again and we're ignoring the signs. Um you know, just to be able to feel exactly where the pain is would be a superpower for me. I've got to really slow down and listen to my body. Listen to the subtleties. And okay, let's, let's end this podcast with how do we do it? Yeah, take a couple of deep breaths. And when we just slow right down, just when that flywheel of the mind starts to slow, and we go from that running of the mind and the running of the body to a walking and then to a sitting. While sitting, Really, just take notice. What was that noise in my body? Why is that leg aching? Now, and you're not trying to create pain. You're just inquiring what's coming up. Very often, the information is there. Just listen. Listen, take notice. That's all we have to do. Do that three or four minutes two or three times a day and you'll be surprised how much information the body's giving you you know it's the only thing you got it's keeping you alive it's the most important thing to you we tend to 
tell other people to look after their bodies more than we look after our own. Think about that for a minute. Really consider that for a moment. You know, your body's the most important thing to you. Listen to it. Your body is your teacher. Your pain is your teacher. I'm Stephen Webb, and this is Stillness in the Storms podcast. Leave a review. Hit a follow. You know, if you enjoy my podcast, please just let us know. And if there's something you'd like to know on the podcast, or if there's something you don't like about the podcast, let me know in the reviews, you know. Take care, guys. Thank you. And this is Stillness in the Storms podcast.